the show with Chris Lewitt. Chris Lewitt is an internationally recognized high-performance coach, educator, and author of two best-selling books, The Tennis Technique Bible and The Secrets of Spanish Tennis. Tune in weekly as Chris answers questions live from around the world and discusses topics in junior development, technical and tactical training, Spanish tennis methods, and philosophies, and more. The Prodigy Maker Show is primarily focused on high-performance junior training and how to help children maximize their potential. The program features intelligent insight from Chris and debate from leaders in the high-performance industry. The show can be watched live on Chris's Facebook profile, and video versions of the show are archived at youtube.com forward slash Chris Lewitt. And now, here's Chris. What's up, amigos? It's the Prodigy Maker Show, episode 40. It's Chris Lewitt here, live from Vermont, no longer in New York City because of the pandemic. We are on the run, safe in the mountains here, broadcasting live to you guys. Tonight's show is about online coaching, different flavors of online coaching, and perhaps I can look into my crystal ball and talk about the future of online coaching. I'd like to talk to you guys about my experiences training players via Zoom, using the Zoom platform and the iCoach machine, two technologies that I combined in the last few months, and I think I've become more of an expert in training players remotely now due to the pandemic. Sometimes in chaos, you're forced to innovate and I think I'm doing some really cool stuff with Zoom. So I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about different formats and flavors of online coaching because I also have an online school that I'm quite proud of with ever-expanding courses for coaches and players and parents. So I think it'll be an interesting show talking about tech and the future of online coaching. Thank you guys for tuning in. I want to start to get back on track with our show, regular weekly shows, so we can get together. Looks like right now, um, usually on Sunday nights, tonight broadcasting on uh, Wednesday night, but we're going to try to also do a show pretty regu regularly on Sundays. I think that's a good time. So if you happen to be able to catch the show live, uh, plan for Sunday night. We usually go on late after I finish teaching a long day of teaching on Sunday. So typically 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. on Sunday. We might throw in a weekday show like we're doing tonight. So hope to catch some of you guys live. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And thank you for all the thumbs up and recommendations for the podcast. The podcast is growing. Our audience is strong. So please recommend the podcast to your friends. I really appreciate it. I think there's very few shows that focus on high performance and focus on junior development the way I do. So hopefully everyone out there appreciates the high performance talk. So Zoom coaching, online coaching, when everything shut down a few months back, I was forced to do a lot of lessons online and there was a diaspora of my students, my students left the New York City area, a lot of them went to their second homes. I had students going to their winter homes, their summer homes, and leaving the city. So I wanted to be able to connect with them and to train with them. And what I found with Zoom and 
combining with the eye coaches, you, you're able to actually give a very good technical lesson from anywhere. And you're also able to work on footwork. And for me, that's the primary lesson. If you have a kid who needs technical repetition, muscle memory work, if you have a kid who needs footwork, and a lot of young developmental players whom I coach, they do need those two, two areas, that is an awesome Zoom lesson. So that's the type of Zoom lesson I'm going to talk about. There are some other ways you can use Zoom to work with players. Another way that I'm doing some Zoom lessons is the parent or someone who is a camera person will take their mobile phone right to the tennis court and I can structure and guide practices that way. I can move around the court. The parent can bring me around the court and I can watch the technique and, and basically run a practice remotely from, from my Zoom account whether I'm on my laptop or I'm on my mobile, I can run a practice, I can set up drills, I can set up the exercises that I want the players to do. And that can be a more tactical lesson, it can be a technical lesson. So I'm, I'm expanding the different options in Zoom. I, I think the primary value that I bring with, with Zoom is the technique and footwork. That's the most popular lesson. That's the lesson I've been doing with a lot of my students who are willing to get it, get online with me. So I'm curious about expanding online coaching in this way. This would be called synchronous coaching. What I'm doing is synchronous. So it's, it's live. I'm with the player. We're interacting. They're asking me questions. I'm giving them advice and we're making corrections in a live format. Asynchronous online coaching is where you create a course, some info, an informational, course, uh, a, a webinar, or a video course, and then students buy it, and then they watch it at their, at their own time. It's not live, and it doesn't give instant feedback. So I think that there's value to both types of online training. As many of you know, online training has proliferated in the last 10 or 15, 20 years with the advent of YouTube, and there's many online operators now. I've written some serious critiques of online courses. I, maybe if you check my blog, prodigymaker.com, which is a great blog, by the way. I'll keep plugging it. A uh, totally free blog with all my articles. You can read about what I really think about asynchronous online training, where I, I think a lot of it is... is uh, overly complicated actually where it, it's too confusing and and too time consuming and and too complicated for people to actually benefit from unless they're maybe a coach who's studying for education or a parent who needs a lot of detailed information there's in limited ways those asynchronous courses are good but by and large my perspective on the typical online courses that are being sold very very heavily sold online I think too much so, uh, very aggressively sold, which I don't like. I think that they are overly complex and, and they don't provide an efficient way for people to learn tennis. Now, synchronous learning is what I'm fascinated with. Synchronous uh, athletic training, synchronous tennis coaching in this particular instance. But I'm interested in, in the future of synchronous online training in, in many different sports, but of course I'm focused on the tennis world. 
So in my tennis world, what can you do from afar? How can you coach a player? How can you develop a player from long distance? I like to start with developmental players who need technical work and who need footwork. And what I decided was if they have, uh, if they have an eye coach and I have an eye coach, we can basically do reps like I'm giving them a hand feed. Or if they have a great base backboard, some of you may know that product. It's a Steve Smith technology. It's a product that he sells. Steve Smith is a well-known technical coach. And he has this great base backboard that fits in your garage, for example. And it's like a vinyl ramp, and you can hit full speed on it. The ball shoots up the ramp, slides down, and bounces back to you. And you can get a lot of reps as if you're hitting against a wall or as if you're hitting against a, a backboard or as if you're using a ball machine. So basically what we're trying to do is replicate a ball machine in a small space or replicate hand feeding or racket feeding in a small space, whether it's a living room or a driveway or a patio or a garage. I have students training in all these places, uh, inside or outside. But it's the idea of being able to get a lot of good quality repetitions for muscle memory. I'm a big believer in repetition. I am a technical coach at heart. I've been a technician since I got started studying with Gilad Bloom, one of the greatest technicians I think in the world. Amazing technical eye and technical trainer. He was my mentor for many, many years. He was also my coach. And I think that's where I, I developed my technical eye and my technical expertise. That was the beginning. And then I've also studied a lot of biomechanics, a lot of sports science related to motor learning and things like that. So I think that's where I'm, that's where I'm focused right now. And we can maybe, if you have any questions about the other ways you can use Zoom, like going to a tennis court, structuring a practice, there's ways you can do, obviously, mental training and emotional training online. That is uh, an area I'd like to expand into. I don't consider that, er that my uh, primary type of lesson that I'm doing right now. Most of the lessons that I'm doing are technical and footwork-based, or I go to a, a player's court. You can also do a lesson against the backboard. A kid can literally go to a backboard, and I can, I can be there through Zoom, through the remote link, and a parent can hold the camera or we can set up a tripod and I can work with the player against the wall that way. The point is you need to have a, a way to do quality repetitions where the player becomes engaged and they feel that they are hitting on a tennis court, but they're at home. So I like to do it with the eye coach. We hack the eye coach. I don't like the topspin pro as much. That's the, the com competing home technology uh, in, in terms of just uh, a stationary device that you can hit, a ball that you can hit in a, in a small space. The Topspin Pro, I don't, for me, is, is, it's fine for learning Topspin. I have some parents who like to use it with their kids, but I just don't think it's solid enough for what I want to do because I like to do Spanish training and I like to do acceleration type drills and I like to hit the ball really hard and I think it will just break the Topspin Pro, it's, it's built a little bit too delicately, in my opinion. So I like the iCoach, and what I've done is sort of fortified it. We hacked into the iCoach, so to speak. We hacked it. And so I have my players adding 25, 50-pound weight 
to the base of the iCoach machine. If you haven't checked out the iCoach, check it out. And this is not an infomercial for the iCoach. I'm just telling you, this is the way I figured out, I figured out a way to train a kid remotely, and it's using iCoach and Zoom. So this is just my experience. And, and uh, you know, you take the basic iCoach machine, you fortify it, you, what's the word? What do they do with uh, computers? They ruggedize it. That's a good word. They, they ruggedize the machine. So we've made the machine more rugged so my players can rip on it in a small space. I mean, they really rip on it like a full speed swing because I don't think you can really build good muscle memory unless you're swinging full speed. It, it's not going to translate back to the tennis court when you have to swing full speed. So, yes, you can swing at a slower speed at home working on the iCoach or Topspin Pro just to sort of work through the basic shapes if you're if you're building a, a player's shape shape of stroke from the beginning then you can swing slowly of course but as a player gets more advanced in there and and you, you're trying to really build muscle memory that will translate to the tennis court it needs to be full speed so you need a machine that's rugged that's tough and that can handle a lot so we've hacked the machine the eye coach we've we kind of uh, duct tape the, the neck of the machine that holds the ball so it can withstand more punishment and it doesn't fly off the base. We've weighted down the base. Uh, we've done some other things to the machine, like there's, there's some, some uh, you know, we tightened the bolts and made sure that, that the, the, the clip or the insertion that holds uh, where, where the machine holds the, the neck is, is more, uh, it, it doesn't uh, come apart. So we had to make sure that it's really strong, basically, so that when, when my students were hitting it hard, like the, the machine didn't, didn't uh, the ball didn't fly off and, and break something in someone's house or, or uh, you know, destroy a kid's racket or whatever. So anyway, you could use a, a great base backboard. You could use iCoach. I wouldn't use a Topspin Pro. You're going to have to ruggedize your iCoach and if you ever take a lesson with me online, I'll explain to you how, how we do it. Basically, that's what we do. So, and I know the owner of the iCoach, and I already talked to him about how I want to make the machine more solid, you know, fortify it. And he's a good dude. Lenny, my buddy Lenny. Uh, Lenny with the Billie Jean King iCoach. So if you, there's the plug for, for the machine. Great machine. Uh, so it allows me to get the reps in from far away. And then I can start doing my technical magic. I love to work on technique, love to work on biomechanics. The other thing that I, that I do is a lot of footwork. You know, I'm a huge footwork fanatic. I have an online, so I have an asynchronous course that you can, you can purchase at my online school, which is clta.teachable.com. It's not expensive. It's like 39 bucks, but it's all of my footwork system, everything that I do with my students live on the court in private lessons. And I think it's a wonderful course. It's called hashtag flow. It's called flow. So if you ever get, if you're interested in footwork, it's a very popular course that we sell online. It's totally cheap. It gives you my whole, it's a video course. So it's all videos with me, kind of like this, but it's not live. And I go through all the drills that I use with players and I go through my whole technical system for footwork, which I think is, is really good. It's really simple and it's not overwhelming like some footwork courses, uh, like uh, David Bailey's course. I'm a huge fan of David Bailey, who is a, a footwork uh, expert, genius guy who spent his life studying pro tennis footwork, probably 
spent too much time studying pro tennis footwork. But basically, I studied a lot of his system and you know all the things that I learned with Gilad over the years and watching a high-speed video. So I have a, a developed my footwork system. So I love to do that system remotely using the iCoach. I have my players setting up and doing all sorts of cool movements around the machine, attack, defense, inside-out forehands, uh, reverse reverse forms, reverse backhands, different things to challenge the balance, to challenge the footwork. And then I teach play. I can teach a player my complete footwork system from afar, from remote. And I think that's quite valuable to be able to do that. Obviously, you have to have good knowledge to be able to train kids like that. But it's been working. It's been working amazingly well. Now, what I found is some players are just not into it. Whether they're not into technology or their parents are Luddites. You know, Luddites are people who are kind of anti-technology. Great SAT word. Uh, Luddites, if you know, if you have some, you have, there's, there's a certain percentage of people out there who are anti-technology. They're anti-futurism. They, they're not into, they don't want to, they have a, a natural skepticism of the, the future, of technology, of the cutting edge. And those folks are just not going to pay for an online lesson, unfortunately. I think those people are very narrow-minded, close-minded. But there's what I found is there's, even among my own students, probably half my normal students said, no thanks, Chris, we'll take pandemic makeups, which is not good for my business, but they have a right to ask for a makeup for their, their lessons, obviously. Uh, on the other hand, there, there about half of my clients said, yes, we would like to explore online training with you, and they've gotten a lot of value out of it. And I think that we've actually worked some magic with technique, especially with technique and footwork. And those players, when they've come back to the court now, so all, all my players after a few months are starting to come back to the court. The courts are opening. They're beginning to play again. And I've noticed that the ones that did a lot of Zoom training with me, they're sharp. They're not as rusty. Their mechanics look good. Their footwork looks exceptional because they've done thousands of repetitions with me personally online. And it translates. It works. You know, if you have a focused kid who's able to take instruction online via Zoom and they're willing to work on an iCoach or, or any kind of at-home ball training system, ball hitting system, like a great base backboard, you can do tremendous work at home. I believe this from the bottom of my heart. I have no, this is not, I'm not, I'm not biased here. I'm being very objective. I, I can do really high quality work with the kid. I think I could teach a kid from scratch at home. I would love to do an experiment, for example, where I took a kid who's never played tennis before and I taught them all of my technical system, so stroke mechanics, footwork mechanics, before they got to the tennis court, you know, like a little, a little experimental project. I'd love to do it with someone out there. If you're interested, please contact me. Chris at chrislewitt.com, 914-462-2912. It's my cell phone, my WhatsApp. Get in touch with me if you want to do it remotely. And we can, fi we can film it. The great thing about Zoom, also Zoom lessons, is they're all recorded. 
You can record them into the cloud. You can save them onto your laptop. So what I've been doing is saving all of the Zoom lessons and then I upload them onto my YouTube channel privately for the student and the parent. And the parents love that. You know, it provides a lot of value. You can watch and rewatch your lesson during the week. You can get a lot of re uh, reinforcement because everything is filmed. Everything is, 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 uh, is uh, recorded. So I think that's another aspect of Zoom training that's very valuable. You can do all the technical work. You can do the footwork training. And then it's all recorded live. And then you can upload it to, for, for, for my stu students, I upload it to a YouTube channel. But you can also send people their copy directly. If you use a cloud, Zoom has a, a quite expensive cloud service, which I don't use as much. You can, you can also give your, your students a direct link uh, to, the, to the video that's recorded on the cloud, which I think is great because I have a lot of parents who actually come and record our lessons. So if we're working on technique, we're working on footwork on the court, they'll actually come with their camera and, and record a lot of what we're doing. So in this case, all of the, the advice, all of the guidance, all of the work is recorded and also players can watch themselves on the recording, which, which for some kids who are visual, and they, they benefit from that. They benefit from seeing their own movements, and then they can visualize it better. It can improve their imagery, which some kind, sometimes can be a big aid to developing your muscle memory. If you, you can see what you're, what you're doing, you can visualize it better. It can Im improve your capacity to learn your, your, um, the muscle memory, the technique. So I've been very, very impressed with what you can do with some sort of ball-hitting machine like an iCoach and a Zoom link. You can work on technique. You can work on footwork. But you have to have a good system to do it. Like You can't just be a coach with no knowledge, uh, log on uh, with Zoom and expect people to pay you for that. Another thing is there's just a certain type of person out there who's anti-technology. They might be a Luddite. And they're not going to pay for online, which really pisses me off. I'll be honest with you. I find it very off-putting, very disrespectful, actually, of a coach's time. If a coach is giving their expertise and all of their energy to your kid, I don't care if it's through a remote link or if it's on the court or whatever. You should pay them what they're worth for that time. Just because something's online doesn't mean that you should get a discount or that it should be free. And I'm a big proponent of this. I don't believe that coaches, especially coaches, should give away, if they have a good system, good knowledge, good experience, they shouldn't give it away for free. So even my online courses, they're not that expensive, the, the asynchronous ones, the ones where you can just watch anytime. The, those video courses are not that expensive, but you know, you, you gotta pay, you gotta pay for good information. I don't like, how on YouTube there's a lot of free stuff and coaches just fighting all the time to, to do more and more free things. You know, appreciate all the waves, guys. I see some good friends signing in here on a Wednesday night. Thank you, uh, big fans of the show. Thank you for waving. I don't think coaches should give away their knowledge for free. If you have an expertise, you should charge for it. You can charge a little bit like we do for the asynchronous courses or you can charge a lot for, for a, a live private lesson, whether that's a live video lesson or a live uh, lesson in person. And that's what I believe. So, for example, I just did a Zoom lesson with my daughter's 
wrestling coach, and he's an amazing coach, Olympic coach, quite expensive lesson. And I, I didn't try to uh, get a discount on the lesson. I didn't try to, you know, negotiate him down. I want to pay him what he's worth. I respect him as a coach, and I, I want to pay him for his time. And he gave my daughter a great lesson. You know, I was actually my daughter's wrestling partner. It's kind of funny. But I was a wrestling partner. We had the mat set up, and we did a wonderful lesson remotely via Zoom. Uh, so I think you can do this with lots of different sports, but you have to have some technological savvy. You have to be comfortable on using the camera. You have to make sure you're in the right position, and you have to have the right equipment and setup. You have to have a high-speed link. So that means, you know, make cable modem, you know, a, a high-speed internet connection, maybe some good hardware, decent, decent phone, decent camera. Most people have the, the mobile devices now that are quite good. And most people have pretty good cellular or at-home uh, internet connection. So that's also important. If you try to do a remote lesson and somebody doesn't have a fast link up, it's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be a disaster. So both the student and the coach have to have a high-speed connection. They have to have a sufficient hardware, which I think most, most modern devices, what mobile and, and laptops are pretty good now, iPads, very, very, you know, the technology is there now to do this. And you need some type of way to train. In tennis, you need, you need a ball to hit. I don't like shadow training as much. I have some students shadow training. They're shadow training from home. But I think it's really important to have a ball, not only for the engagement of the player, but also to work on spacing and distance management. To me, that's one of the greatest things you can work on at home if you have a ball set up. So uh, whether it's a great base backboard or eye coach, you need something to, to work on the distance management, to work on the eyes and the feet, the adjustments. And then you can... You can create all these different exercises for footwork around the ball, and you can get the positioning. You can work on positioning just like you would with hand feeding, just like you would with racket feeding from a basket. And so I find that to be very, very valuable and, and much better to use some sort of ball setup rather than uh, shadow stroking. I saw a lot of pretty bad online videos during the pandemic Telling people how to train at home, how to do lots of shadow swings, how to do lots of shadow footwork. Yeah, that's good to a point. It's not that good, though. Much better to have a ball to hit, especially a ball that you can hit full speed with full power. Full power, as Tony Nadal likes to say. Full. And that way it can be more realistic and you can work on the eyes and the feet and the hands just like you would with the ball machine. Ball machines are really good tools to work with. I think hand feeding. I do a lot of hand feeding on the court. So basically, I to replicate a hand feeding environment with a player at home through the through the digital link, you know, through, the, through the internet, and it, it works. It works amazingly well. I I, I just want to get better at it. I, I want to actually excel in this field. I want to innovate even more. I have these ideas for the future, where you know this is going to happen. It may not happen. In our life, it might happen in our lifetime. It, it may not happen for for decades, but you know what's going to happen is there's going to be some VR training where 
The VR is going to get so good. This virtual reality. It's going to get so good. It's going to be like Star Trek, man, where, where my player has goggles. You know, they have the VR headsets and I have a V, we both have VR headsets and it's going to feel like we're right there on the court together in VR. I know this is going to happen. I don't know. It's probably years or decades away, but it's going to be so good. And the, the internet speed is going to be so good that the, the broadband will allow it to feel real. And we'll both be in this virtual environment and I can work with a player, even though I might be thousands of miles away. I might be in a different city, might be in a different country. I know that this is going to become more normal in coaching. In, in this case, tennis coaching, but in all athletic coaching, there are going to be more and more ways to train from a distance virtually. I'm very excited about the possibilities with VR. I think VR is not even not near where it needs to be in terms of of realness and and the speed, uh, the way the way um, uh, the way that the the data is is uh, transferred and and, um, and digitized. And I just don't think it's fast enough yet. But as as um, we get better broadband. And, and we have fewer bottlenecks and the technology gets fa- – the, the, uh, the computer systems get faster and VR becomes more and more realistic. I think it's going to be an amazing tool for online coaching. For me, that's the next level. I also see another level for data, for, um, for real-time synchronous data collection and visualization, presentation – for example, with the iCoach, something I've talked about with Lenny, who's the owner of the iCoach uh, machine, he, he makes the iCoach machine, is that if the iCoach can be, if your machine at home can be uh, connected with a sensor, or we can do some sort of uh, uh, sensor, sensor attachment, sens- sensor management, if we can use... Uh, uh, data collect- if we can collect data on, on all the swings and all the hits... Maybe sensor on the racket as well, sensor on the ball of the machine that you're hitting at home. So using using the the information that you're going to get from the sensors, you can get a real time feedback of data on the the te- on how the player is swinging, how the player is hitting, how much power are they generating per swing, how how much RPM are they getting on the ball, are they hitting the sweet spot consistently, are they how is their spacing could be measured using camera, for example, there's all sorts of data that can start to be collected in real time in a lesson that could be presented not only for the coach, but also for the student. It can be presented live on both ends synchronously. And I think that's also the future of at-home or online synchronous training. There's going to be better sensors on the racket, on the ball, on the machine, and that will provide a, a, a real-time readout of what's actually happening with the technical training. And it could be even on the shoes, you know, measuring the footwork, the, the, when, they, when they split step, when they take adjustment step, there can be sensors everywhere. You know, this is the, the future, the Internet of Things, where everything is connected to a sensor and data is transmitted through the Internet this is the future. You know, everything will be censored. Everything will, uh, everything, not censored with a C, censored with an S, censored. Everything will have a sensor. And, and as the speeds of broadband, the connection gets better, we have fewer bottlenecks. As hardware gets faster, you're going to be able to get more and more simultaneous 
a data presentation that can help you as a coach, can help the player in terms of uh, feedback for them as they're working. So for example, if I have a player working on racket speed, uh, a more powerful forehand, they can swing super hard, full swings at home on the iCoach, and the data can be given to us in real time on both ends. How fast are they swinging? How clean did they hit the ball? How much spin, how heavy is the ball? How much RPM are they generating? Uh, all sorts of different data points can be given to the coach and player in real time. And I think that is uh, definitely coming in the future. That could maybe happen sooner than the VR training that I'm talking about. But another glimpse into the future is definitely VR. And VR is going to allow online training like never imagined before because it'll feel that you're there with the player as a coach and as a player you'll feel that the coach is in the room with you on the court with you literally on the court with you but but you're in you're in a virtual reality so i think that is that is coming i don't know when i i'm i can see it very clearly we just maybe don't quite have the technology yet and it's probably going to be too expensive in, in the short term but in the long term this is going to become a big uh, new wave, new trend, you know, online coaching, the idea of asynchronous online coaching where a coach gets up and does a video on YouTube or you pay for a course and a coach has some videos that you watch, that is going to be a little bit passe. People are going to look back on that and say, wasn't that uh, quaint how coaches used to get on online? And people think it's it's the coolest thing now. It's It's the greatest thing when you know, online coaching, it's, it's the new cutting edge of coaching, it's the vanguard. It's, but really, when people look back, they're going to say, oh, yeah, that the old days in the early 2000s when, when coaches used to get up and, and do, a cor- do, a, you know, do a course in front of a camera asynchronously, there'll probably always be a place for that because people will need informational courses. But that's not going to be the high-tech training of the future. The high-tech online training will be more synchronous. Synchronicity is where it's at. Live interaction, live assessment. The idea that you send in a video to someone and they look at it and then they send you feedback back to your email or something, that's very rudimentary. That's a very rudimentary online style of coaching. It's asynchronous. That's another example. And I just think the future is all synchronicity. It's all synchronous training. It's all live. And eventually, that synchronous training will have the data flow that I mentioned through the sensor management, Internet of Things. And it will have VR. It will be connected to VR. And, and there'll be so, so many cool ways to coach through VR. The greatest coaches in the world, you can have access to the greatest coaching minds in the world through through the internet, through VR, through uh, these sensors and and uh, and video technology, mobile technology, I think it's it, it really be amazing. For example, my daughter's wrestling coach. He's an Olympic gold medal coach. He's a really special coach, and now he's traveling. He's not back in New York, and we're up here in Vermont. So I, I want to train with him. I want to get access to his genius. So I'm, I'm paying him for his Zoom lessons. And it's, it's really working. It's great. It's like we're there. I can set up one or two cameras. He can get different angles through Zoom. And 
he can connect with my daughter emotionally and motivationally. And, and to me, that is, that is uh, as rudimentary as it is right now, as rudimentary as the technology is, still very exciting that we have, we are able to do just that. Like I can connect with this wonderful coach. He can teach my daughter world-class technique and we can do it all in our garage from Vermont, from the mountains of Vermont. I mean, come on, that's pretty cool. It's innovative. It's not near what I'm talking about for the future, but it is, it, it's pretty amazing. We, we have the technology to do that now. And that's what I've been experiencing with my students. I am also a world-class coach. I'm, I'm able to connect through the camera, through the phone, through the iPad, through the laptop, and have a substantial impact on a player as long as they're engaged, they have an open mind, they're, they're, they're comfortable with technology and cameras. A lot, of, a lot of kids are nowadays. A lot of kids are very savvy with technology. So are there always going to be some kids that, that just it doesn't work that well? I think yes. I think there's a certain personality, a certain type of learner that, that they need you there in front of them. They need maybe more hands-on. But there's a large cohort of people, the many, many types of athletes, personalities out there who can really learn well through Zoom. And I think more and more coaches are going to figure this out. I'm just innovating on my own in, in tennis. So, hi there. Thank you for the comments. I see uh, some comments popping up. No questions yet tonight. That's fine. Sometimes we have a lot of questions. Sometimes we just get a, uh, a lot of people listening in passively. That's fine. The, the show is about conversation and some debate. Uh, but also, I know a lot of folks like to log in and just listen uh, to my thoughts and I know because I get a lot of feedback maybe later on. You're always welcome to send me questions later after the show if you listen to the show on podcast later or if you listen to the show uh, or watch the show on YouTube or on Facebook, you're welcome to send me any questions you have after the fact, after the show is produced. But, you know, this is, uh, I think, uh, I would like, I would be very surprised not to see this in, in every coaching field more and more, especially the elite coaches, the coaches that have a great knowledge that people are willing to pay money for, that people, uh, coaches who are in high demand, the legends, I, I would be surprised if they, I, I guess some of them are not comfortable in front of the camera. See, I've done a lot of Facebook Live, I've done a lot of YouTube shows i've done a lot of work live in front of the camera we do this podcast almost every week this is up to episode 40 now you know almost two years we've been doing this so for me as a coach i feel very comfortable i'm able to have a a good energy through a, a great uh, i'm able to, to use my charisma to connect with a player through the camera, I'm comfortable that way. And I think some coaches are just not. They're, they're, they haven't really learned how to connect via the, the remote link yet. And some coaches maybe are not, but the ones who are uh, and they're, they're comfortable using Zoom, they're comfortable with video and technology, those coaches have a tremendous opportunity to impact players from all over. I'm very excited to grow my Zoom training because I would like to train some kids across the globe. I'd love to develop a kid from Europe or a kid from Asia 
I have many parents who follow the program who like to uh, follow my system, my method of, of developing kids, my technical system, my footwork system. I would love to have some opportunities to actually develop a kid from scratch, from the early years, and prove that you can do it digitally. You can do it remotely. You can do online synchronous coaching and actually develop a player to a world-class level just remotely without ever meeting the player. I would love to prove that to a skeptical world out there. Some of you may not believe that it's possible. I'm telling you it's possible. I know it's possible. Even with the rudimentary tech that we have now, it's possible. We're at a point where you could do it. I could take a kid from Asia. I could take a kid from Europe. And with the help of their mom or dad, I could train that player just like I was training them here in New York or at the club in Vermont here. And it would be, it would be good. I think it would be just as good. It would be real. It would be effective. I want to prove that. I want to do it. So that's kind of where I'm at with Zoom and online. I gave you a, an idea of a, a glimpse into what I see for the future. VR, I think, will be married to some t- sort of Zoom link and at-home training equipment. You have to have something where you hit the ball. You have to replicate a ball machine. How do you do it? You, need, you can do it against a wall. You can do it with the great base backboard. You can do it with the backboard. You can do it with the eye coach. So unless somebody comes up with a new competing device for at-home training, those are, th- those are the only ones that I know that work. So when you combine that with an elite coach, someone with very good knowledge from a distance, you can do amazing things. You can, you can create magic through the power of, of the internet and video. And, you know, I'm interested in doing more Zoom lessons. Number one, to compliment the students that I see on the court. So I have, obviously, a a large roster of students who I coach privately or semi-privately or come to my summer camp or come to my summer academy. We have a new academy that we're running out of my club here in Vermont. So I have a high-performance team that I'm working with all the time, you know, high-level players. So I'm interested in in using Zoom and online uh, online coaching and at-home repetition with those players to complement what they're learning on the court. This is technical work. I, have, I think for the, high, the highest level kids, the kids who are maybe nationally ranked, ITF ranked, they're very, very advanced players, I don't think there's as much need for the repetition at home. Where I see the most value, at least for my practice, is with the kids who are younger, developing, they're in the initiation phase, they're in the formation phase of their development, you know, between anywhere from five to 12 years old. I was doing these amazing lessons with a five-year-old from Queens in the last few months, teaching him my system, never met him. I have another girl from, from New York City who I'm coaching, never met her yet. She's gonna come take a lesson with me pretty soon, I'm excited. I've rebuilt her, her technique from scratch. I, I made a lot of adjustments. I, I, I taught her more modern forehand. I taught her, her more elasticity, more rotation in her hips, more open stances, semi-open stances. I taught her everything solely through Zoom connection, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom lesson. And I think it's remarkable what she's done with her, her muscle memory 
And I know that once I, when I take that foundation, I bring her to the court with me, she's going to pick up all of, the, all of my teaching very quickly. She's going to get that whole system very, very quickly, you know. And she's going to uh, have a completely new game that she primarily built from home, which is really, really cool. So, yeah, for, for students who, I, who I've never met, that to me is the holy grail. That's the big challenge. That's what I want to prove more than anything. Not just as a compliment to a, a student that I see. That could be good. So um, let's just get back to that for a minute. Let's say I have a once-a-week private lesson with the kid. What I'd like to do this year is tell the parents that, you know, I'd like to do a Zoom lesson once a week in addition to our regular lesson. And I'd like to use that to reinforce concepts that we did in our quote-unquote real lesson. They're, they're both real. In the on-court lesson. So that way I could, let's say I see a student on a Saturday or a Sunday. Great, we did all that work. You know how sometimes if you're a coach listening or watching, you have that great lesson, but then a week goes by and there's there's some backsliding. You know, there's some... Uh, there's there's always some remedial work that has to be done. The week later, the student forgets some things, or maybe they they didn't practice the way you wanted, and then there's some mistakes that were made, some things you have to clean up. I think Zoom offers a way to to mitigate that. It offers a way to reinforce, to reconnect with a kid, maybe midweek, uh, in between lessons, and have another online lesson where you remind them of everything you did. In the on-court lesson, you do repetitions at home with them. You make sure they're practicing, practicing the way you want at home. You know how a lot of times as coaches we say to kids, okay, make sure you do this. We give homework. Make sure you do that. As te- teacher, All teachers do that. Make sure you, you know, practice this way. Don't forget to do this. Well, a lot of kids do forget, and a lot of kids don't practice it the way you want. So through Zoom, I'm able to, and I will, I will do this more, I can check in on the kid I can see how they're practicing at home. I can, the parent can even bring me to the court. Let's say they're working on their serve. Parent can bring me to the court and I can check their serve in a, in a synchronous way, in a live way, uh, while they're working solo on their own in between our normal lesson time. I think that's really cool. Or they can be working on an eye coach at home and I can make, I can say, hey, remember we were working on that open stance. Remember to, Drop that left knee a little more or remember to land with better balance or I can give them any kind of technical reminders that I want through Zoom. And that way when they come back to the online, uh, after the online lesson, when they come back to the the offline lesson, to the on-court lesson, I think their progress will be uh, more substantial. It will be uh, better progress and they'll make quicker progress. The, The learning curve will be accelerated. I firmly believe that. So I'm really looking forward to innovating and doing more of those type of lessons uh, this year. In fact, I'm going to suggest it to all my private students, all the students who I see live, whom I see live, I'm going to say, uh, live on, on, on the court, I'm going to say, hey, you know, why don't we do an online live lesson in between, in between our regular lesson? And let, let's, you know, let's see, let's do that and, 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 uh, uh, get you up to speed faster. Let's get better reinforcement, better repetitions. So that is the one aspect. And then the other aspect is 
building a player completely remotely, uh, uh, building, developing a high-performance junior player, a com- competition player, solely through Zoom, solely through at-home training, or it could be on-the-court training, but remotely. You bring me to your tennis court, I know we can, I know it's possible to do this. I haven't, uh, it would take a, a couple years, obviously, of a, of a relationship, but I'm very confident you could build a, com- a full relationship with an athlete, in this case in tennis, but in any sport. You could develop, if you have a dynamic coach who has charisma, who is able to use technology well, use video well, you can develop a whole relationship with an athlete who could be in another country, who could be around the globe. And it, can be, it could be weekly, uh, monthly, and then you also can connect with the parent, and the parent can help with the child's development, can help with the technique, can bring them to the court and toss them balls, can reinforce what you want. And I'm, I'm very confident that there, you could develop a player completely from scratch, from the beginning, without meeting them in person, which I think is really, really cool. Imagine that. Imagine being able to build a player from far away. And I think more and more high-level coaches, elite coaches will start to explore the, this idea if they're into tech, if they're into being you know, on the vanguard of, of what's coming or of coaching, or at least, at least digital coaching and synchronous coaching. I, w- I expect to see more coaches getting into this type of work because it, it pays well. You should be paid the same per hour for your time. And, and it, it, it is uh, rewarding to be able to, to impact a player, to, to, dev- to share your knowledge and your system with, with players who, whom normally you would never have access to. You know, it's one thing for a great coach to make some video courses and for a parent and a kid to watch them over in Europe. Uh, let's say I'm in the U.S., I make a video course. This is what I do I'm on my Teachable online school, clta.teachable.com. Go check out the courses we have. That is, uh, to me, very rudimentary. It's asynchronous, not as effective. It's good for information. It, it can be, it, it, you can learn a lot and transform your game through those types of courses, but it requires a very diligent student and parent. And as a coach, I don't have as much um, impact. I, I'm not able to make corrections in real time. Everything is, is through video, through um, recorded video. But imagine, imagine working with uh, a player uh, from another country, let's say, again, in Europe. And if, if I do it synchronously... I can ha- I can build the player exactly how I want. I can I can motivate them. I can inspire them. I can get to know them on a personal level, just like I'm getting to know you guys here. And and we can set up a home training or online training regimen where I can build their their technique just the way I want, modern world class technique from a distance. And if I have an invested parent, it can be even better because the parent can help me. The parent can be my assistant coach. Imagine the parent could even take me to the tennis court. The parent could toss the balls. I could give feedback. The parent could uh, make that feed that uh, get, you know help convey that feedback, communicate it to the player. And it, with, with that sort of teamwork, I'm quite confident I could build a complete player from afar. I'm curious to see if I could do it 
You know, so I have some parents who don't want their kids to play as much. It's a little crazy, but I have some parents who are very, very technical and they don't want their kids to play that much when they're young. I'm not sure I actually agree with that philosophically, but I, I have many, uh, many parents who are very strict about letting their, they don't want their kids to play with sloppy form. So in, I have many parents that won't let their kids compete when they're little and they, they sort of overweight, maybe too much so. They get a little crazy with the technical training and they don't want them to compete or play any tournaments or things like that because they're worried that their technique will suffer. So if there's any parents out there like that, I mean, this is your opportunity. You know, keep your kid off the court. You got to be a little crazy with the, one of those crazy technical parents. It's okay if you're a little crazy. I'm crazy too. But you have to keep your kid off the, the court for maybe a year or two. It reminds me of what they do in Russia, like with a lot of shadow training, you know, shadow technique training. They don't let the kids, a lot of Russian coaches don't like the kids to, to play that much. They just like to get the, the technique right first, you know, technique, technique, technique. You could do that with a kid using my system or any, any other, you know, co technical coach's system. But we, we could do that. And actually the kid wouldn't be allowed to play if they reached the form. You know, they've done a certain amount of positions like I coach or on the wall. And it would be a very, very interesting technical experiment. Right? If you're out there, if you're one of those crazy technical parents, you know who you are. I've met many of you. I coach many of your kids because I love to do technique, and I will work with a parent like that. If you're interested, let's try it. Let's do it, man. It'd be interesting. I like to do it. Okay, guys. I appreciate all the ways. Appreciate you tuning in. I want to get this show wrapped up. I got no messages in the grab bag tonight. I have no email questions to answer. So I hope this gave you a little glimpse into the technology. The bottom line is, remember, there's asynchronous and there's synchronous. Both have their value. I think synchronous is the future. VR, Internet of Things, uh, real-time data, collection and presentation, all these things are going to happen. These are coming. What else? You need some at-home technology to get repetitions. You need a ball to strike. So, so as I mentioned, I coach a ruggedized I coach, a um, great base backboard, a normal backboard, a wall. You know, th these are, are simple technologies, relatively simple technical uh, machines or devices that you can use to improve your what? Your muscle memory. You can, you can work on your technique and get good quality repetitions. So a combination of the technology, the, the, uh, the Zoom, the, the video link, the high-speed connections, the hardware, good hardware, and um, these uh, devices that you can train on at home – through both of those, I think you can meld them and actually have a tremendous remote lesson. You can develop a player from long distance that you that you might never meet. And you can also supplement or complement a player's normal training regimen. So a coach can get a be a fly on the wall at home or on the court when normally a coach is disconnected, disassociated with what, you're, what the kid is doing in between the lessons, you know, the week goes by. This is another great use of technology You can and video. You can, you can be there flying the wall, watching the kid at home. Oh, hey, 
You're not split-stepping correctly like I showed you on Saturday. Hey, you're not, uh, you're getting cramped on the ball. Remember we were working on that over the weekend? You know, you can have this sort of impact on a kid even though they're not on your tennis court in person. So I think for all of, the, all of these ways, and in all of these ways, the technology and video synchronous live training is incredibly valuable. I wish there were fewer Luddites out there. I wish there were fewer skeptics, technological skeptics out there. I'm sure as the world moves forward, uh, technology becomes more and more ingrained in our society, there will be fewer and fewer naysayers and, and, and you know, basically doubters and critics out there because it's clear to me that this is a valuable, uh, comprehensive and effective way to train players in, in all the ways that I mentioned. So guys, don't be so skeptical. This is, this is real. This, this is possible now. And it's only going to get better and better as the decades uh, go on. So think about that. As always, guys, I appreciate you tuning into the show. I appreciate the, the live audience. I appreciate the waves and support. Please give us a thumbs up. Give the show, uh, if you're able to review our podcast, we really appreciate five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts in particular. That's where a big portion of our audience is. We're available on all the podcasting platforms. So if you enjoy catching a podcast, I love podcasts. I learn a lot from podcasts. I hope you subscribe to our podcast so you can get the show every, every time we make one. Remember, you can watch us on uh, YouTube. We have the archive of the show on YouTube. You can watch the show on Facebook, obviously, uh, live or recorded. There are many ways to connect with me. If you have any questions about your player, about yourself, about your own game, or if you're a coach, I do a lot of coach mentoring, do a lot of coach training. I work with a lot of families, a lot of parents, uh, either in this format online. I answer a lot of questions via email and WhatsApp. So please feel free to reach out to me. Send me your player's video, send me your coaching questions, anything like that, parenting questions. I love helping families, especially kids from around the world. Let's stay connected. Guys, have a great night. Just trying to think what's coming up in the future. We're going to do a few more. I have uh, uh, some very good shows on the, on the horizon. Next few weeks, we might do a show on on how to train safe. I'm thinking about doing a show on how to train tennis safely now in the pandemic era. I had a request to do a show on how to train on a backboard. Might be kind of a boring show for some of you, or maybe maybe you find it interesting. Let me know if you're, you're interested in that show, on how to train against the wall. Sounds kind of boring, but I, I think it's a cool show because most people train on a wall or backboard, I think, very poorly. Uh, what else? We have, I usually do a summer camp show. I talk about uh, how to have a good summer of training, how to find a good academy to train at. I usually do that around this time every year, so I'll, I'll talk about that, even though most, a lot of summer camps are canceling now. Guys, our summer camp is not canceled. We're going to have an awesome summer camp, uh, High Performance Academy, here in the mountains of Vermont. There's no COVID here. We have a very safe training plan, social distancing. All of the players coming to my camp are tested for covid my staff too. So if you're looking for a really good, serious, high-performance camp, please connect with me. We're, we have a, a big surge in signups right now. 
I think we're camp, the camp's going to be maxed out this summer because many, many people want to get out of the urban areas, come to a safe place like Vermont, and and do serious high-performance training with someone like me watching over their kid. So I, I, I'm excited. that That's really uh, the most important thing on the horizon for me. It's summer camp coming up, doing a lot of a lot of sign-ups, a lot of uh, player planning for summer. Please, if you have a player, if you uh, know of anyone looking for summer camp, please connect with me, have them connect with me. If you're looking for a place to come for the summer, like your entire family, come live with us in Vermont. Rent a house. I have many families renting a house near our, our club in southern Vermont. Come up with the whole family. Enjoy uh, the the serenity and the beauty of Vermont. Get out into nature, safe environment, and we can you can we can we can offer you serious high performance training as well. So I just think it's a win win uh, for summer for us. I don't know what's happening with other camps. They're just it, it, they're going down like dominoes right now. Every day I read about another camp and another camp that's closing, mainly probably because they're too large to to be able to make the camp safe and, and, effect, and effectively uh, to be successful, even financially. I think the larger camps, are, it, the restrictions are too, are too onerous. The guidelines are too onerous for them to, to, to succeed. But we are small, we are flexible, we are agile, and we have a great plan in place. And we, have, we are almost maxed out for signups right now, and it's not even June yet. I expect a lot of uh, uh, calls and emails in June as people start to finalize their summer plans. So guys, just wanted to mention that summer camp 2020, we're keeping it real to the highest level, which is level 10 up here in Vermont in the mountains. All right. I'll see you guys on the next show, episode 41 coming up next week. I'm super excited. I appreciate the audience. Appreciate you guys. Have a good night. As always, God bless. See you on the next program. We hope you enjoyed the program. Please give us a five-star review on iTunes and recommend the show to your friends. We greatly appreciate your likes and shares. Thank you for your support of the show and for helping us grow our audience. If you would like to train with Chris, please visit chrislewitt.com for more info. You can also join Chris's online school, clta.teachable.com, and follow his blog at prodigymaker.com. A reminder that all show archives can be found at youtube.com forward slash chrislewitt, and the show can be watched live on Facebook. Just search Chris Lewitt on Facebook to join the show. Thanks for listening, and see you next time. Vamos!